welcome to the official first episode of the Run Your Mouth West Coast podcast. We ended up changing our name from the talk your shit because the East Coast wants to be some haters. <laughs> I ain't tripping. So let's get into it. Let's talk about our first juicy segment. Let's talk about the Eastern and Western NBA Conference Finals. Ken, what do you think about the Eastern Conference Finals so far? I mean, it's what we all expected, right? It's the two top teams in the Eastern Conference. We knew that these two were going to reach you know, the, um, the Conference Finals. Right now, it's a 2-2 series. Honestly, it can go either way right now, if I'm being honest. Um, you know, Miami, they split up in their, at the home court in the first two games. Boston came back, split in their next two. A um, couple key factors here, though. One, Kyle Lowry returning, right? Kyle Lowry is one of, you know, a two-way player. We already saw his defensive presence in game three, not only from the offensive side, but more importantly on the defensive side, locking that team down Boston, right? They were just overall shooting the ball horrible. Would have Tatum come in with, like, double digits again, like, you know, what, 12 or 13 points again? Jalen Brown shot 5 of 20. Like, it was just... It was atrocious. And game four, other way around, Jason Tatum comes in, has a 31-point game. You know, what? it's one of the things that Boogie and I kind of talked about in the last podcast. Tatum is just, for whatever reason, the, you know, I've, I've never seen him this inconsistent this much in the playoffs. You know what I mean? One game he comes in scoring 12 or 13 points, another he's going to score between 35 and 40. He needs to be consistent, and he needs to consistently put up 20 to 25 shots a game. There is no reason because no one else on that team besides Jalen Brown should be putting up 20 plus shots. They don't. They have playmakers, but they don't have shooters, scorers like Tatum. He needs to be aggressive. I personally believe Miami's going to take it a game five. Um, they're going to come back strong. Jimmy Butler's not going to have two bad games again like like that. You know, he went three of 14 last game. We know the kind of dog that he is. And game six, I do think Boston comes back based on the trend that we've been talking about. Tatum's going to probably have like 15 points next game, and then he'll score about 40 in game six, which is going to force that decisive game seven. Now, does Boston come in fully healthy? Does, is Kyle Lowry going to play through that hamstring the entire time? I personally, I mean, we maybe get this later on our best bets, what we think. Um, right now, it's almost like a toss-up on who I think is coming out. If I, if I had to pick one team, ultimately... I'm gonna to have to go with you know the experience to go with Miami. I just think they're gonna pull it out in Game Seven somehow, some way. And even if somehow Boston wins in a Game Five, I think they come back. Miami, they win in six and seven um, with that experience. I, I'll never bet against the Bolster. The guy has playoff experience. And what a lot of people don't talk about, um, which you know is boggles my mind too, is Pat Riley. You know, Pat Riley has championship DNA. You know, not from not only from a player aspect, but a coaching aspect, and as well as obviously now I'm you know a absolutely a basket president of basketball or an owner, or just you know, building a team in general. Right, exactly. Um, you know, that's what for me. Um, but it could easily go either way. I mean, you're the Celtics fan, man. What you gonna say about that? Well, I just have to say, look at the consistency of points and two defense. That's the sign of the games. When the Heat win, they're winning only by maybe six, ten points. When the Celtics win, they're winning by twenty or. 19 what was one of them 27 I think yeah. was the last one so it really comes down to and it's not just Tatum shooting Marcus Smart in game I think it was two dropped almost what 27 points by himself yep so that is a factor right there that means it Rating takes, defensive player it takes of the, year. the load off of Tatum yep Jalen Brown the last game dropped his points and then they played outstanding defense know what I look for more than just pure shooters I like the steals from Pritchard Pritchard's the sixth man. He, he's literally the little white point guard that's coming off the bench. But he had four steals off Victor Oladipo and Jimmy Butler. Yep. Like, that's the huge game. People don't understand the defensive part of basketball. 
why do you think the 90s Bulls were so prolific? It's because they literally had the best defense. Absolutely. What do you think, Boogie? So what I'm going to say is, man, I think the biggest factor in this is going to be Bam. And you see when Butler went down, Bam stepped up. Double-double. Easy. Yep. yep. Come back next game. Have a sorry game. I've never seen him this inconsistent as far as, like, the way he scores, the way he is aggressive, the way he attacks the bucket, the way he rebounds. I don't know what's going on right now. I don't know if he's trying to play within the team system, team. whatever they have going on. But that he has to step it up, man, because he's a big part of that of the success of the the, the Heat. It's true. But do you feel like they're bad mojo when they're not the other rest of the team's not shooting well? That it affects him in ways too, because then he feels like yes, I mean that affects like, the whole team. Too much. That affects the whole team in general. It's yeah. not about doing too much, man. Like. At, at, Look, at this point, dude, you have to play your game. Mm -hmm. It's not about, oh, man, you know, I'm going to get him a little bit. I'm going to get him a little bit. No. We have to all go out on the mm -hmm. same accord and just hoop. You're right. They've all been playing all their life, bro. Like, I, you know, I've been playing basketball since I was seven years old, and I already know that everybody knows what each other player can do. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, Butler's going to attack. He's going to rebound. He's going to do a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. You know, Larry's going to be that floor general. You know, Jim, not Jimmy, you know, uh, Bam is going to be the person who rebounds and scores. Mm -hmm. He's not doing that. Yeah. And if he has another two bad games in a row, in a row it's going to be bad for yeah. the Miami, bro. Well, I'll tell you right now why Miami's going to win game five. Okay. Two reasons why. One, there's not going to be another game where Miami shoots 24% from the field. Facts. That's just not going to happen. Well, they're always going to do better than the best. That's team. never, that's yeah. never going to happen again for Miami. And they'll, they'll, adjust, they'll make the proper adjustments. But they can't let that happen. And that two. That's a factor. They didn't have uh, Tyler Hero in game four. Tyler Hero is the X Factor also on the Heat. But then That's he also had 14 the points the, the game before. Right, yeah. but that guy, we know what he can do from, you know, creating a shot, scoring, getting the ball. Miami will make the adjustments, like I said, win game five. I see Boston winning game six, as long as everyone stays healthy on Boston. Um, okay. And then game seven, like I said, ultimately, I just think that experience is, you know, is going to go a long way. You, you know what, I, what I've noticed from this, from this series, man? And like I'm in a I'm in a group on Facebook, and a lot of people call Tatum a superstar, which I agree with. But now I'm noticing he's a star. Yeah, he's not. He's a star. This is a, 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 a this this is right here is a series of stars, not superstars. You have you don't have any players that you gonna yep. go out like like a like a LeBron or a Steph yep. or a KD, yep. and he gonna go off. You don't have that right now. Yep. We'll, we'll and, pause on that because Steph still needs um, Clay Thompson. No, 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 for sure. But so those are two st superstars. But that you know, each other. You you're not going to see. Go, you ain't going to have Tatum good games without Brown. Good but games. but in your mind, you're not going to think like, oh, Steph is going to have a ten point game. Now we th we're knowing that. Okay, dang, it's possible that that Tatum is going to have a ten. You know, a low scoring game. You know what I'm saying? But did you ever think Steph Curry would have a ten turnover game easily? It, 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 it happens. He's he's thirty something years old, but it's possible. But you never like. Like my point is, as far as superstar wise, bro, like. There's no superstar. There's nobody that, that's going to go out there and be like, you know he's going to get 30. You know he's going to get 40. Because we don't have the LeBrons and KDs no more, man. And, it, and it's... I, I, I like these built teams where it's spread out. Facts, facts. I, I actually am not a superstar yeah. guy. For yeah, 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 I got you. I like I got you. fully built teams. Bench teams. Yeah. That's the NBA I want to see. Well, but, but, but you got to think about it. Even with the Warriors... My bad, kid. I don't mean to cut you off. Even with we the Warriors, bro... Warriors, uh, anyway, so we got to keep moving. All right, so even with the Warriors, you say a built team... They're not built. They drafted. Mm -hmm. So when you say built, you're gonna say. So and I'm not knocking LeBron because I know he's your favorite yep. player. But LeBron, oh, he teamed up with D Wade and Bosh. 
you know they're going to go crazy. Yeah. He went back to Cleveland. He had Kyrie and Kevin Love. Not saying Kevin Love going crazy, but him and Kyrie going to go crazy. We don't have yep. that now. And that's – I like that because at the end of the day, like, anybody can win. Well, Boogie, I I agree with you 100%. But there is one thing that needs to be said, and it's and it's it's honestly starting to bother me a little bit. Between we have this this pretty wide disparity of who we think a superstar versus a star is. To me, we've seen throughout these playoffs players like um, Booker and Tatum. There's a difference between stars and superstars. Superstars to me are players that win Finals MVPs, multiple championships, MVPs, right? We have a lot of all-stars that put up a lot of points, but besides that, they haven't done anything, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. LeBron is a superstar. KD is super, a superstar. Super, superstar. Giannis, yeah. superstar. Super, super. Curry, superstar. Mm -hmm. You know, those are guys to me that because they their name speaks it all, and that's why they're always in somebody's top five list. Makes facts, sense. Facts, facts. Where the everyone else is kind of like, you could put them in any order. Players like, and I'll even say it, players like Anthony Davis, right? Mm -hmm. Tatum, Booker. Um, you know, John Morant, they're stars, but they're not at that level yet. They haven't won any MVPs. They haven't won any championships. Final MVPs. They're not quite there yet. And that's where it's like, you know, the, you know, where players, and then we start getting into people that have won first team all NBA versus second team all Thanks. NBA. Which we're going to get into later. Nature, we do right? got to wrap up this part of this. I mean, so I just want you. But no, I agree with Boogie on that. Yes. Part. Great. <laughs> 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 so let's get to the part. What, what are we thinking about this Warriors-Mavs series on real quick? <laughs> I forgot we didn't even touch on the Warriors and the Warriors. The Warriors and uh, Mavs. Yeah, All right, so real quick, I mean, I'm just going to start off. The Mavs, obviously, I believe they were going to get that one game in. Mm -hmm. We just saw it tonight. Yep. We talked about um, it the other day. But I think it's over in the next game. Facts. Uh, I mean, you know... We knew, we all knew that Dallas was going to get one in. I mean, there was no way that this team was going to get, you know, Luka Doncic and that Mavericks, for whatever reason, they, they tend to just claw one out no matter what they do. Um, truth be told, if you actually watch that game tonight, Dallas didn't even play particularly good at all. You know, Luka Doncic shot 10 of 26, but had a 30-14-9 game. Dorian Finney, or Finney Smith, or whatever his name is, finally stepped up. Um, he had a 23-point game. Role players stepped up. But defensive, defensively, they just got it. Thompson had 12 points. And what did I tell you? If Thompson does not score six, seven, eight threes in a the game, they're not winning. They're just not, you know? And I know they got a lot of contributions from Andrew Wiggins last game. And, and Poole, they didn't have those contributions no, no. today. Poole and, and Wiggins were yeah. was off today. And, the, and that's kind of going into Boogie's point earlier about people that are, you know, consistent one game and just falling off mm -hmm. the face of the earth the next but, game. But that's going to happen in the NBA. It's very hard to see. Um, but I, I'm going to tell you right now, um, that's not going to happen two games in a row. Golden State's going to come out in their home court game five, and they're going to blow them out. out. Yeah, that's, that. that's yes. just going to be end of it. Oh, she broke. It, um, it, 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 it's a thing like now, man, it's very like predictive, man. Yep. You know they're going to get at least one. Yep. yep. There's Which going to makes it for the betting world. Facts. There's no way the Nuggets should have got a win in. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, but you know, to make it more interesting, you gotta. It's gotta draw. You know, I just, I just don't think a lot of these teams are have enough to really sweep a team like that anymore. If the really only think about it. one yeah. that I could really talk about was the Brooklyn sweep. So that one was the crazy yeah. one. Nobody um, expected that. No, but I, but the one thing I will say though too is we gotta give our hats off to Dallas, right? This is a team that's got a young, a young, a lot of young talent. They are a couple pieces away, and if they can make the right moves in the offseason, I mean, look how far they got. That experience is gonna go a long way. 
Luka is still only 23 years old, and people forget that, and all the records he's already setting again in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. What do you have, his eighth 40-point game last game? Yeah. That passed Dirk Nowitzki and his historic you know, NBA Hall of Fame career. Yeah. So yeah. these he's Mavericks are only going to get better as time goes on, and the Warriors, un- let's just call it this, are going to get older, too, yeah. as time goes on. They're going to fall off. I mean, it happens to like, every like, empire. Like you did your hands like this, Ken, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> the Mavericks don't have a lot of talent. They, they have guys who play hard. Mm-hmm. It's a difference. So when you say talent, the talent they have is um, Doncic, Brunson, and Dinwiddie is just on and off. Jesus Christ, bro. They would be better. Like, he'll have a great game. The next day, he'll be non-existent. Yeah. They don't have a lot of talent, man. They have a lot of people who step up at the right times, like tonight. You, you get what I'm yep. saying? But they are missing a key player, though, on that team. Oh, man, if they had one more star. No, no, I'm talking about even just, you know, this game wouldn't even, not saying that the Mavericks would win this series by far, but say if Tim Hardaway Jr. was playing. He's a great three-point shooter on that team. Okay. He's a guy that's putting up 18-plus a game for, for I can't argue with that. You're right, bro. And there's been times where he would knock down those open shots that mm-hmm. Lucas dished out that these other guys are missing. Somebody like Brunson yeah, yeah. and Dinwiddie have been inconsistent. Facts, facts, facts. Hardaway, with that experience, would have knocked those down. And more importantly, the reason why I say this is specifically game two, the one that got away from Dallas when they were up. Mm-hmm. You know, having Hardaway in there is key, and he's good on the defense. And how about say defensively too? Yep, defensively too. They'll, in my opinion, they they would win game two if Hardaway's in there. And now we're only looking at a two-two series, not three-one. To be honest, I think that series will look like the Miami Celtics series if they had Bang. more. Right. So right. It, it would definitely come down to why we couldn't even guess who. Both of these series would be crazy. I mean, the Celtics Heat series is crazy as it is. Well, We're just going back and forth. But, but, like, but if we're being honest, we know that we know the Warriors coming out. It's going. Yeah. Me personally, I know you're a Celtics fan, but like Ken mentioned earlier, the experience side. Yep. I think Miami's going to come out of that. Yep. Because in order for Celtics to go on for now, like to win the whole series, honestly, I think Tatum and Brown have to go crazy. And Smart has to play the best defense he ever did. Like, the whole team was, was, was the last game where yeah. he had about almost had a triple double. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has to step up every time. If he steps up every time, then win that series. It's not just one or two players. The whole team Absolutely, needs to bro. play that 90 shutdown defense. They, they lucky that um, that, that uh, Robert Williams Jr. came back. Or yeah, Robert Williams yeah. III, I'm sorry, yeah. that he came back. They're lucky because I'm not. I see a sweep. And now we got to wrap up this segment, but the next episode will be the NBA Finals. Okay. So we'll be talking about that series. I can't wait to see what the outcome is (laughs) after this weekend come next Tuesday. We'll figure that out. So we're going to get into the hockey part of the segment. We're going to talk about the semis to the conference finals that are going to happen. And we're going to talk about the Lightning just completely sweeping. They're trying to get that three-peat. Stanley Cup championship. Like Chicago Bulls, baby. Yes, but who? Who is going to be their arch nemesis to crash that dream they have? Is it going to be the Rangers and or the Hurricanes on that other side of the season? All right, so I'm thinking the Rangers because, you know, me talking to you, you told me they're one of the best teams mm-hmm. ever. They have a very fulfilled team, we'll say. They have a lot of good players, not just two I mean, two it can go hand in hand, bro. At the end of the day, it's about who won it the most. Mm-hmm. You got the Lightning, who try, who, who, who's trying to be the first team to three-peat. Yep. You got the Rangers, who are the best. Yep. It's it, it's going to be a good series if, if it happens. Yeah. And we just got to go from there, man. So yeah, I mean, by the time next episode happens, we're really going to dive into the Eastern Western Absolutely. Conference. So that's where we're going to really see where it comes. But I have to say, in the West, between Calgary and Edmonton, the fight for Alberta, 
that's been a great series. Like it's back and forth, left and right, punches happening basically in that series. But Colorado's got to take the West. I guarantee it. They were so close to getting the President's Trophy, uh, besides Florida Panthers. But they're already three-one against St. Louis, and they're just on fire. They're winning games like six to one, and that's unheard of in hockey to get high scores like that. So I really think Colorado has a chance to upset the Lightning. What do you think, Ken? Um, you know, we said it like on our last podcast, right? I, I was excited about the Maple Leafs Lightning series, right? I said the winner of that series is going to go and win the entire thing. Yes, that went did. that went seven games in that series. Ultimately, the Lightning came out, and the reason they came out on that series was experience, right? Again, trying to become the first NHL hockey team to three-peat, right? We talked about the Edmonton Oilers back in the day, but they won two, took a break, and another two. So that doesn't really per se count because of that in-between break where Lightning is going to be consistent. Not to mention um, just three-peating in general in sports is unprecedented. You know, it shows up, you know, the, quite, you know, the establishment of the team, the coaching, everything like that. Um, I think it's going to be the Hurricanes and Lightning, honestly, in the Eastern Conference Finals, and I ultimately see the Lightning coming out on that. And then I do think it's going to be the Flames and the Avalanche in the Western Conference Finals. Um, I think Avalanche are going to, you know, they're just faster, they're tougher, ultimately. And I think we're going to All be, in, I think we're going to be in for an exciting uh, Stanley Cup Finals between the Lightning and the Avalanche. Uh, but I'm going to just go with my gut when I said it from from our first podcast. The Lightning, it just seems it's kind of like they went through that incredibly tough challenge with, you know, um, the Leafs won that series four to three. Came and played the Pan uh, Panthers, right? And now they just swept them for nothing. So it's yeah, just yeah. kind of like they got over the hurdle, and now it's just yeah. going to be smooth, you know, cruise control from this point. Absolutely. And this is the Panthers that won the President Trophy, the best record in all the NHL. Right, and they just swept and, them. And just swept the living crap out of them. So <laughs> it's insane. I hate the Lightning as a Bruins fan, but I have to admit, they're freaking good. And their goalie, uh, Vasilevsky, is just, he's unstoppable. He has a 99 Point eight percentage of goal saves. How safe. crazy is that? That's crazy. That is insane. How crazy you let one that, goal, one goal by in the last game. That's like some movie type stuff, bro. Yeah, like, one you know. goal. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> so, I can't wait to get to the Stanley Cup Finals, but we still got one more series after we wrap up this. So, the next episode, we're going to talk a little deeper into the Eastern Western Conference Finals of the NHL. So, catch that segment next week. All right, welcome to the main segment of this episode. We're going to be talking about this motherfucker. So we're going to be talking about all the goats of the major sports. So let's start off with the NFL. Who do you think is the goat of the NFL? Ken. Oh man, you know, it's there's so many different positions, right, in football where we have our goats and some people want to put the goat like, a, you know, when it's a wide receiver or running back. Ultimately, though, when we look at, at these teams, right, the quarterback is the one that heads the team. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're always the captain, the coach of that team. So putting that into perspective, I mean, there's only one guy at the top of the list, right? It's Tom Brady. I mean, I'm just, it's, pretty, it's pretty cut and clear. Guy has won seven Super Bowls. He's won six with New England, one with Tampa. So now he's proven he can do a bolt with two different teams. Um, just got, was 44 years old in his 23rd season and just threw for 50, led the league in 5,300 passing yards. Had 43 touchdowns. I mean, his resume speaks for itself. He's the all-time passing leader in yards, you know, uh, overall yards, overall touchdowns. Um, I mean, you know, coming back for his 24th season at 45 years old and what he's able to consistently do at his age is unprecedented. And it's set a new benchmark for other players and other sports to reach that high of a level, right? Back in the day, you get to 36, 37 years old, people were ready to hang it up, call it quits. They were mm -hmm. done. 
He's just trying player. to play too long. Like yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But you know, we have some players that trickle in their forties and still play, but not at the level of competitive, you know, competitiveness that Tom Brady shows year after year. And it goes to show that he keeps his, you know, he surrounds his team. First off, a lot of credit to the teams he's got on. He's always surrounded by a great offensive line to protect him. That's mm -hmm. a huge, huge part. He rarely has gotten injured in his career. Kudos to that. Um, but he's, you know, the one thing I can say about Tom Brady he is he's also the most adaptable quarterback in mm -hmm. NFL history. And what yeah, I mean by that is no matter what the circumstances were, you could even go back to last year's um, um, NFC Divisional round, you know what I mean, where he almost led that historic comeback against the Rams. I mean, they were just, they were down and out, and he just came back firing in the second half, pulling off what we all thought was going to be another Brady comeback. Ultimately, fell a little bit short, but I, I see them going pretty far again this year. Mm -hmm. um, in my opinion, it's going to be Tom Brady. I mean, what's, what are your thoughts, Alex? You know, and my girlfriend knows, Tom Brady's my baby daddy. <laughs> oh, my God. I will live and die for this man. But I have to say, as of late, he's been giving me some LeBron James vibes with just trying to build these teams, trying to recruit guys. If you've been paying attention to the free agency lately, he's been trying to call on everybody. And he, I mean, he used to literally win with the guys that would bag groceries at Walmart before the game. I respected that Tom Brady a lot more than the Tom Brady now, but I get what he's trying to do. He's trying to go on a bang. He's wanting to win that eighth ring and sail into the sunset. I give him all the power. Love the guy. Hate that he's not on the Patriots anymore, but yeah, he's still the GOAT. I mean, I have his jersey up in my closet. I'll forever have it, probably frame that bitch. But yeah, in the end of the day, he's the goat. What do you think? Seven rings. He's still playing in you know in the age of forties. Yeah. I mean, what more could you ask for, bro? Like at the end of the day, man, like he's that dude. Mm -hmm. He's that dude. He won with the Patriots. Went to a different team. Won another championship. Fell short, like Ken said. But at the end of the day, man, they're gonna come back strong next year. Yeah. And then think about it. Sports is all about recruiting now. Mm -hmm. It's not the same as it was. Like you know. You get a team, you stick with it. Built a draft or yeah. unrestricted, bro. Pay. You got. You, I mean, yeah. you got to recruit because if you want to be the best, you got to recruit the best. Yeah. I mean, that's not like proper logic as far as like people. Oh, you know, stick with it. Stick, stick with this team, and yeah. you keep sticking out. No, because you keep sticking it out. That's when injuries occur. Yeah. Like yeah. Ken said, he's always been. You know, he's always been healthy. Thank God. But at the end of the day, man, like he's in his forties. You recruit. You got to build the best to beat the best. Mm -hmm. That's all what it's yeah, about, man. He's proved to athletes moving forward, his diet is just ridiculous. The guy that's played that long has barely been injured. Facts. The entire career. Facts. That is still amazing to me. How many injuries have we seen on rookies or no, you're right, bro. quarterbacks? You're right. Where it's just one little thing and it ruins their career. Because rear. he's well protected, man. Well, not There was times that he was getting the living dog shit beat out of him. It was, was, it, was that early in his career or what? Bad year on the Patriots. It was, I think it was um I think it was 05. It's when we started losing a lot of players, uh Logan Mankins went away. <clears> and he was just getting hit more. And you gotta understand, Ray Lewis is still playing against you. We had the Ravens games Facts. fire. And they had uh, Reed is just uh, outstanding defense. And this guy literally do you know how Tom Brady was gonna be the GOAT way long time ago in 03 when he got popped hella hard by Ray Lewis? Got up in his face and said, do it again. That's a bad motherfucker. I know, bro. I That's know, bro. I know. I know. Motherfucker. I know. Now, I don't give a shit. Now, there is one thing I will say about this, though. In my opinion, 
one of the biggest factors that go Tom Brady's way, and I'm glad we're going to talk about this in an overall goat sport topic, right? Mm-hmm. Is longevity, right? Yeah. Tom Brady has played at this level at such a long road. You know what Thanks. I mean? 23, going about his 24th season in any sport, 24 seasons is unprecedented. It's not even heard of. When we talk about players, there are players currently that you could make, though, taking Super Bowls away from that, a legit argument that who was a better quarterback. For example, Joe Montana never lost a Super Bowl. Undefeated. We know about that, you know, that talk in NBA, don't we? So, yeah. So, hold on. <laughs> Montana is the only quarterback to go undefeated ever in the Super Bowl. This is the only We time. have a guy like Peyton Manning that's got five MVPs. That's the, that's the record for the yeah. most MVPs in a, you know, in a career. We have guys, you know, like right now, some would say the most talented quarterback to ever play the position is Aaron Rodgers but from a talent perspective. So, I understand... And I, I, again, I will give it to Tom Brady just based off the longevity, but I want you to remember this when we loophole this around to other sports, the longevity, because that does matter. That does Make count. Make a big difference. Yeah. You're right. Because God forbid, imagine if Joe Montana played 24 seasons. If Peyton Manning was healthy enough to play yeah. 24 seasons, and unfortunately they weren't. Health you know, was a big factor in them leaving early. Um, but that's also gone his way. I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. The more opportunities you have, the more championships. Some people have it where they can go that long and some people don't. Believe me, this is the same argument because NBA and NFL are almost synonymous with this longevity to championship ratio. Yep. So people always say, oh, well he's lost, you know, three of those championships out of the seven. So he has been to 10 Super Bowls. Yep. You can say the same thing with LeBron James, that he's been to all these championships, but his record is not surpassing the guy that won it. So if you have the same argument that Tom Brady only had three championships and lost four I would say John Montana's the GOAT mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying yep. but at the end of the day he won way more than Joe Montana and still had the time to make it to the Super Bowl and lose three times mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter if you went four in a row if you don't even make it to the Super Bowl you yeah, see what I'm saying absolutely and and you could say the same thing well oh Jordan didn't make it to the finals da 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 he also didn't play for years and I'm gonna yeah. get into that with boxing hey, too well that's why, I know you guys that's why we have these that. GOAT debates right exactly so we all have concurred, though. It's it's Tom Brady. Yeah, it's Tom Brady. Absolutely. Okay. Yes, sir. So let's move on. I want to save the NBA for later because we're all um, we can't wait to get into that one. Yeah. But I just want to go into the Andrew Chubb. Okay. I think this one's going to be pretty synonymous too. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I mean, nobody can talk about hockey without Wayne Gretzky, all-time goal scorer, scored the most goals in history in a regular season, which was I believe what something like 92, 93, yes, which yep. is ridiculous considering they only play 82 games. Mm-hmm. So that means he scored a goal every, every single game. game. He has the most points in which hockey. Which is insane. Yep. And, um, and points go on Most hits, points, yep. goals, and assists. And I think he is the all-time point scorer as well, yes, which yep. assists. I mean, yeah. And I mean, and let's face it, he's one, has a fair share of championships too. How many does he have at this point? So he has four with Edmonton, yep. and then um, he had one with LA. Yeah, I mean, you know, as many guys, you know, Alex Ovechkin right now is in the conversation because what he's doing, and I, I do, I ultimately think Ovechkin will pass Gretzky all-time in goals. Um, yep. He will not catch him, though, in points, and that's the only thing that's working against him because yep. we're looking at a complete player. And, again, I want to go into that later, right? This is all kind of factoring in when we look at completeness in a player. Yeah. Um, but Wayne Gretzky, when he leads all-time in goals and he leads all-time in assists and he has that many championships, it's hard to go against that. There's not really yeah. anything else to debate about and that. And he's just prolific. When you talk about hockey, 
It doesn't matter if you're old, young, you know who Wayne Gretzky is. Facts. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, older person, you, you can't even tell who Ovechkin or Cindy Crosby is yeah. or any of those guys that do have goals and points, but they'll never have the fact that when this guy got on the ice that people, like, oh shit. They feared him, man. Yeah, yeah fear it's Wayne bro. Like, that's a difference. So, you, you're going with the same thing? Yes. I mean, it, I mean it's evident, bro. Like, yeah. like then I'll say it's evident. Yeah. I mean, between, you could say, you know, overall, Toronto has a better franchise, but they never had consistent one player yeah. like Edmonton did. And Edmonton is literally a farm city. It is supposed to be the worst hockey franchise to go to. But Wayne Gretzky turned something that was around. crap and built it into a championship report. So, yeah, it's definitely Wayne Gretzky. So let's let's move on to the next one. I think we're going to argue here. Let's talk about MLB. Who yep. is the GOAT of the MLB, Ken? Oh, you want to start with that? <clears throat> man. Okay. And as far as, like, not even his numbers, just the impact he made on the game of baseball. Yes, sir. Yeah, he, he made shoes. Yes, sir. The way he chased down balls. Yeah. I'm, I'm a baseball player. I've been, I've been playing baseball since I was 40 years old. Well, that's bro. why I let like, you start this one off, brother. The impact he made as people want to be him. Just like MJ. Mm-hmm. I want to be like Mike. I want to be like Griffey. Mm-hmm. He was, he can hit home runs, RBIs. He was fast. He was just relentless at everything he did, bro. And for me personally, he was my favorite player and he was my idol when it came to baseball, bro. So, okay. I'm, I'm going with Griffey, man. I got to ask you one question about Griffey before I move to mine. Okay. How many championships did he won for TL? None. Okay. That. Reminds me, Ken. Griffey reminds me of Allen Iverson. But you have to understand, man, it comes to team-wise. Yes. Now, he yeah. had a good team, don't get me wrong, but you had other teams that was better than them. Just like yeah. the Lakers beat the Sixers. Why? Yeah. Because he didn't but have But it doesn't know. take away from the player. Right? No, no, it doesn't take away from the player, but it's just, at the end of the day, man, when it comes to baseball, man. Don't worry, it's, it, it Baseball is a team sport. Wait yeah. till I get on my side and make this argument. Wait, 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 wait. Man. So I'm actually going to, I'm going to skip me. No, no, no. I want you to go next because okay. I'm going to tell you why you're wrong on the next one. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so my goal is Stephen A. Smith and tell him why he's wrong. Right. <laughs> he ain't going to tell me why he's wrong because I've been watching baseball since I was five years old, mm-hmm. too. And I know that the greatest clutch hitter, overall best baseball player, the motherfucker that takes you from being so far down and brings you back, the comeback kid just like Tom Brady, is David Ortiz, Big Poppy. I'm sorry. No. Absolutely. Rings with the Red Sox. He has hit two grand slams in one game to get him even back in the game to the Yankees. They were down three to nothing. And he won all the I can't argue that. He was the clutch hitter in every single game. He was a bad man, bro. David Ortiz is by man. far the baddest motherfucker, and pitchers hated him mm-hmm. because they mm-hmm. he could hit the inside mm-hmm. fastball. He can hit the long curve outside. There's and as a DH, his job is just to hit. So anytime the Red Sox really needed him to come through, he came through. He came through, and they are one of the best franchises in this current era. Everybody always talking shit about the Yankees, but you have to break out a fucking. VCR and maybe whatever before VCR to even watch a championship of theirs. You know what? He just wasn't marketed as much as big players. That's the only thing that that's what it was. But right? that's where you're wrong. People in Japan know David Ortiz. Yeah, yeah, but as far as like Kirby Jr. as far as like the the, the US, big puppy. the US man, he wasn't marketed as much. 
Should have been, yeah, but he wasn't. Well, I'm from the East Coast, where he's on yeah. every Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Absolutely, he's on. Especially on the East Coast, he's bro. literally on the goat commercial for MLB. Yeah. It's Ken Griffey, it's uh, Ron, uh, sorry, Randy Johnson, David Ortiz, and Alex and, Rodriguez. And Alex Rodriguez for the director. I mean, so bro, literally the the top players. See, when it comes to MLB, MLB, it can go hand in hand, man, because everybody's gonna have a different goal, yeah, bro. But listen. Alex Rodriguez has never been a clutch hitter as David Ortiz. But he was a bad Brand, man. He, okay, but he's not David Ortiz. I will sit both of y'all down, make <laughs> you watch some highlights, mm -hmm. and I will change your mind mm -hmm. forever. I guarantee you. But you understand. So, but I'll, can I'll, just see your piece real okay. quick. No, I'm going to say it. Can, but can Griffey Jr. I'm going to make Stephen A. Smith proud right now. So this is what we're going to say about this. I'm so glad we talked. You made a valid point from the beginning. Let's just talk about the marketing standpoint. Not even like just player stuff, the marketing. This is a guy that when we talk about baseball, right, there's a day named after Jackie Robinson, right? There's a Jackie Robinson day, a guy that changed the culture. Which you can stuff, obviously right? say he's a go in a different way. Right, exactly. Yep. He's on the so, go panel. Griffey Jr. came in and was unlike any player the league had seen. A guy that was dynamic, not, on both on, on, not only on the offensive side, but defensive. This was a guy that was hitting... 50 home runs consecutive seasons in his 20s. Mm -hmm. You know, being an all-star center fielder, silver slugger winner, you know, gold glove award winner, right, you know, taken after his father. And what he was doing at such a young age was unprecedented. Boogie said when players, when they were growing up, everyone wanted to be like Griffey. He was my biggest inspiration when it came to baseball. One, my name is Ken, I'm a junior. And when I first watched my first baseball game, it was Ken Griffey Jr. at bat. My dad showed me they were playing the Yankees, and I seen Griffey pop off three home runs in that game. He was a lefty like myself. I loved when he would go up, especially like batting practice in a home run derby with the backwards hat, left-handed left hitter like myself. So from a marketing standpoint, from everybody growing up, everyone wanted to be like Griffey. Now, that's the one side, so as, 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 as somebody like, you know, and a brand matters a lot, right? Before People, you get to your next part, can I ask you this? Yep. Was AI that same cultural difference? Uh, true, but not to the extent everybody I, wanted to have a tattoo. Yeah, but right, 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 right. It's, it's, it's different when it comes from baseball and basketball, bro. Yeah, so and different. I will also say that in some arguments, some people like when I say brand, it's also comparable from in that era, Jor or, uh, Jordan to Ken Griffey. Mm, Ken Griffey is Jordan. Jordan. I'm Griff sorry. No, 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 no. I got to win. No, 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 no. no, 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 no I'm, just, I'm just saying Jordan had shoes. Griffey had shoes. Yeah. Jordan had a had a signature had look to him. I like AI Griffey had a signature more than look to him. You know what I mean? I like those now, Reeboks. Now, let's get it to the defensive side. Ortiz played first base, sometimes DH. No, he okay. barely played first base. He then is he a was, DH. Okay. But so, nobody is more clutch right. than no, no, the no, 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 no. Let's talk about the shit that actually matters. So we're talking about a guy that didn't play any defense, right? We didn't play any defense. He was just a hitter. So we got to put defensive side. Majority time. You got to go both sides. What how, how makes many you goal, points how in many, baseball? How many Gold Glove awards does David Ortiz have? I'll wait. Zero. He's a okay. fucking D eight. Okay. How many does Griffey how have? How many Grand Slams no. does he, does Ken Griffey have in the fucking playoffs okay. or the World Series? Okay. But you have to understand, so, man. So like you, when it comes to playoffs, man, every team ain't built for the playoffs. Alex, bro. your the Red Sox were built off of rednecks that literally came from the farm system. They were not Alex free agents. But, but Alex, they built for the I playoffs. He, you are, he is the basically, you can compare him to, at the time, nobody believed in him. Alex so holds he was Boston the to his heart. Of that That's team. what it is. He oh, I made get, I the team no, I get more you. come together with Veritech. But, 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 but look, the difference between the NBA and the MLB 
it's a team sport. The NBA, yes. I mean, NBA's team, I mean, well, it's a small sport, team. You can still yeah, have, yeah. you can still have a but player you, that just yeah. goes like LeBron. He can go crazy. Yeah, I, Jordan I'll can just go crazy. Say, I'll just say, yeah, because the baseball man, you have the okay. picture. He can't be yeah, walking yeah. people. You know what I'm saying? It takes a lot. Oh, of, oh, okay, you can, you can say this. All right, let me move it to NFL real. No, no, no. I would say Ken Griffey is like an Aaron Rodgers. No. He's a great player. No. He's marketable. He does all these crazy things. But you have to great understand. in the regular season. Uh, I'm gonna go more but he's ass I'm gonna fucking go more cheeks in the playoffs. But you have to understand, he's way more than Aaron Rodgers, bro. He's not just a great player. He's a good, well, great, good, whatever. He's an amazing player who changed yes. the aspect of baseball in his own right, bro. This yes. is this is so what I, AI. Well, it's very comparable. Well, Alex, like, literally so, the same. So let me let me see my piece, okay? That's why we're doing this. I know you hold Boston to your heart. Everyone about yeah. Boston, well, you're rocking with. He I could get be, it. He could be okay. on the fucking Yankees. But I just want you to answer simple questions for me. Okay. Who has more uh, Gold Glove award awards? Obviously, it would be Ken. Who's got more Silver Slugger awards? Mm, that would be Ken Griffey yeah, Jr. During the regular season. Who's yeah. got more? That's a regular season okay. award. No, okay, yeah. okay. Who's got more career home runs? Ken. Okay. But so does Barry Bonds. Okay. Who's don't got more All Star game appearances? Obviously, fucking Ken. Who's got more home run derby championships? Well, since David Ortiz uh, doesn't that, go to the home no, run no, derby, so yeah. Hold on, hold on. So when we go goats, we go player. Yeah, yep, yep. Player accolade. Yes. Okay. You know what I'm yep, saying, bro? Yep, yep. So that's so why. That, I, that's, okay. that, I mean, that's, that's what I'm going up on. That's, that's now, why I come down now, to. Now, to I go by clutchness and rings. Yes. Yeah, clutchness and rings, but man, you have to go like, because that's the big ring thing with Jordan and LeBron. Yep. Okay. Now, Alex, this is one thing I will say, though. Yes, Ortiz has Griffey on rings. What was Griffey Jr.'s, though, biggest problem? He kept getting injured. Mm-hmm. With all that being said, though, think about this. And this well, is what he I told also you had off, off, the, off the field problems. Too. Right, right. But let's talk about had he never gotten that injured that many times, there is no consensus he would have broke the all-time home run record. He would be number one. It wouldn't even nice. be a debate. Absolutely. Yeah, we know that, okay? But, but he okay. did get injured. Yeah. So now let's get into Hall of Fame voting. This dude was two, two votes away from being the first unanimous Hall of Fame yeah. entry. Mm-hmm. Two players decided to be, you know, they, they were smoking something that day and decided not to vote Griffey unanimous. But he is number one when it came to Hall of Fame voting, which okay. is the most, the biggest accomplishment that any yeah. player strives for. Okay. He is number one, the okay. highest percentage. Okay. I will agree with you. So, he is the most sti- statistical player in baseball. So when it comes to GOAT, season-wise, I will still say he is a GOAT in that right. But nobody would change my mind the facts when baseball Let, fucking matters. It's October. As it shouldn't. As it shouldn't. Because you already know. That's why it's your argument versus yeah. ours. But these, the way you got to understand. I watch Ken strike out but Griffey, in the playoffs. But Griffey Jr., I also seen Griffey Jr. hit five, six home runs against the Yankees in yeah. a playoff series. One series, yeah. which was unprecedented. So, okay, but the Yankees are the biggest choke artists of the new generation. Right. They only won two right. rings. But think about this. That's, and, and, and let's be honest, Alex. And were, the, the were the Cincinnati Reds in the 2000s going to win anything? Were they going to ever going to make the playoffs and go far? No. They didn't have enough talent. Let's no. just call a spade a spade. No. Right? Yeah, he right. played on that team because his father played on that team. Yeah. That was the reason he went. So to me, at that point, it wasn't about championship ringing at that point. It was honoring his father's legacy. Yeah. There is a difference in that. Now, he yeah. had a chance to get signed by the Yankees, if you remember. Yeah. And imagine if he would have went, how deadly yeah. that team would have been with Jeter and A-Rod going there and things of that nature. But there's another thing that you forget about baseball. It's about chemistry as well. Yeah. Because the Yankees have all-star teams all the time. Yeah. And they fucking lose. Yeah. They've taken how many Red Sox players? Yeah. 
But I think just I, I don't know how I got pay you. attention. I got we you. talk I got about you. literally Johnny yeah, Damon. We, we talk about Salzburg. we talk about coaching, right? We're talking about Joe Torrey. Joe Torrey would have caught Coach Griffey back then. We talk about chemistry. He would have had chemistry with A. Rod because he played with him in Seattle. Yeah. He would have fit in just perfectly fine. And I think they would have had a better a um a better um, training uh, team, so that yeah. way they would have been able to work with Griffey and mm-hmm. things like that, so he wouldn't have been as injury prone, yeah. to be we'll, honest we'll, with you. We'll take the what ups, but we do got to move on to the next one. So we're going to hop in. Make you proud, Stephen A. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm agreeing to disagree. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, and I'm going to add the highlights behind this between Ken and David Ortiz, okay. just so we can get the little yep. visuals going. Well, let's move to FIFA. What do we think, Ken? Oh, it's got to be Ronaldo. You know, the most. I mean, he's got what three championships with uh, Real Madrid, and I'm gonna make my I'm gonna make my guy Gary proud on this one. You know, I know that's his guy, Ronaldo, uh, Gary Hodgson. So this is a shout out to you, bro. But I mean, guy is talented. You know what I mean? He he not from a marketing standpoint, from a player standpoint, from you know just a team. What he brings to the table, he's dynamic. He's explosive. Um, and this comes from I'm a huge David Beckham fan. That's what I grew up with watching in soccer. I knew how talented he was. And I was, you know, very sad to see him retire when he did. Um, but Ronaldo is is influencing our our youth and generation. We're watching not only from from that standpoint, all across the world are tuning in to watch Ronaldo play. And even in the United States, which is you know a country where we're trying to now just get more into soccer. Yeah. Um, and that's exciting for us, right? Um, we're he's building upon and expanding the sport in ways that we never even seen before. Mm-hmm. And I completely agree with you. It's Ronaldo. I've been a Ronaldo fan when he started on Manchester United. Then he went to Real Madrid and just dominated. Uh, La Liga was always killed between uh, Real Madrid and Barcelona. But usually um, Real Madrid came on top because they had Ronaldo. They had a full team, Benzema and the rest of the team they had. So, yeah, it's definitely Ronaldo. I'm glad he's back on Manchester. Gary's going to hate that still, but whatever. What do you think? (laughs) Gary not going on Ronaldo, bro. Yep. Easy. Synonymous. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Facts. So we'll take it. He doesn't even need to explain because we just did all that for him. <laughs> so I guess we should move to the next one. What do we think about the UFC? Oh, you already know what I think about the UFC, my guy. We got Conor McGregor. Oh, I love Lord. me some Conor McGregor. Uh, AKA the Mac Attack. I mean, look, I'm, I'm going to be biased on this one, boys. You know, I'm from Ireland. My boy. So this is more not about Irish. road talk, but favorite talk? Hey, so I mean, hey, from coming from a Boston fan, right? I mean, haven't I heard the Boston talk how many times already? Hey, they got so, the championships, though. This is what I will say about it, right? So Conor McGregor, let's put it first. And one only uh, fighter in history to hold two different weight titles at the same time. That's already been First back. fighter. First fighter. Not I'm sorry, first. I'm sorry, yeah. first. You're all right. Now he's trying to become the only. Uh, fighter to win in three different weight championships which he will not do so and I'm excited for that dude is 190 pounds right now he's getting ready to fight in the 170 pound division um, and I believe he's coming back with a new focus a, rene- a renewed focus I'm excited because there's a lot of challengers right now that are, that are looking after him we, we talked about it last time right um, I think that a lot of the you know and I re- realized the string of losses he's had in recent years I think a lot of it had to do with the success of his business outside of UFC is a you know has gotten a lot to him, and as it would to anybody, right? I mean, you can say that maybe in some ways, you know, it's distractions, right? Exactly, and he's been you know big on the marketing scene, the business scene, the partying scene, mm-hmm. um, but he knows his reputation is on the line well, too. He, he knows, knows he's made money right now. He too. knows, he knows. But one thing about a fighter that's never going to go is that you don't ever want to just go out 
with on a loss, right? You never want to just go out just feeling like you know you just aren't on this constant losing streak. You're not the best. These last if he, losses, if, if he's gonna go out, he's gonna go out on his own terms, and he's gonna go out when he's gonna put his all into it, right? Mm -hmm. um, I watched this guy from the beginning, deadly. You know, he's had some tough losses in his career. The Khabib one. Um, yeah. was a really tough one, which, you know, and I know some people might say he's the GOAT when it comes to the UFC. Um, I know some people are going to, you know, talk about John Jones, and I get that, all that, right? But I think well, of we a gotta guy get into that, that's, uh, we'll get that into has it. an adaptive fight style, somebody that's aggressive, somebody from a marketing standpoint, which yeah. is our biggest thing all night, right? We take it from both ends, what he brings to the table, how every fighter, no matter if Conor hasn't fought in a year or two, still wants to challenge him because of what he brings to the table. Not only from a funding standpoint, but let's be honest, a marketing and a finance standpoint. They know, That's what's but he's like built him. that himself, though, is what I'm saying. Facts. No other fighter in UFC history has built an empire yeah. like Conor he's McGregor. The, he's the most marketable so, UFC and, and guy, just like Ken Griffey. And, and why do you think that is, though? He's built up promotions. Yes, he, he has. has. Yes, listen, he has. Listen, I'm just gonna say my piece real quick. Uh, might not be real quick, but I'm gonna say my piece. I am one of the biggest Conor McGregor fans ever. But I'm going to be brutally honest. The guy has screwed himself. As a featherweight, he was unstoppable. His changing weight divisions, he, he realized, yes, he doesn't have to do weight cuts. It makes him stronger. It makes him build. He's very big. But it makes him very slow. His main thing when he was winning consistently was how fast he was for his weight and how strong his hand was for his weight class. Problem with Connor now, he's trying to bite off more than he can shoot. He's trying to jump all these weight classes, and the bigger you get, the harder it is. These guys punch a lot harder. Yeah. So it takes one, which before in featherweight, he would eat a punch and come right back on him and counter. Now he gets that one punch and it's like making him fly back four feet. See what I'm saying? And it just comes to the point where he's in it more for the money, publicity. I love the guy to death, but he's not the GOAT. He's a great fighter. He's probably the most marketable fighter in the UFC, but it really comes down. This one was hard for me. It was literally the closest tie between John Jones and Nurmagomedov. Why I chose John Jones is because the guy just, if they were to fight at light heavyweight, which Nurmagomedov can make that weight, it would be the best fight ever. X. If that fight happened between John Jones and Nurmagomedov, that would be the GOAT fight. Because both of those guys are pretty much undefeated. So you don't think John that... Jones only lost by a disqualification for a legal elbow coming straight down to yeah. the head, which basically well you're um, done. Well, I, it's funny so he's that, undefeated. It's funny that you say that because some people say to a guy like Khabib that's never lost in UFC history, right? But you don't think that would be a never lost. But you don't think that'd be a great fight watching Khabib and I know they're in different weight classes, but if they came in the same weight class. I mean, again, Khabib's also trained against bears. We yeah. watched him. Well, that's why. That's why I was saying Khabib is so close to me on the goat skill yeah. because the guy's an animal. The thing you gotta realize about, I'm kind of the UFC guy yeah. of this podcast, is the fighting styles that they start with. You look from UFC 1, and I don't know if you guys ever watched that, but they had these big macho guys, they had no weight classes back then. Mm -hmm. They had sumo wrestlers and big boxing guys yep. fighting jujitsu guys, like literally small guys. But Royce Gracie killed them all. Technically, Royce Gracie could be literally the goat. But back then, there was only, nobody learned mixed martial arts. They only had one style. So he just choked every single person out. He won five UFC titles in a row. I'm curious so, to see what, what Boogie thinks of the GOAT. And we're going to get to that. I'm sorry if I'm taking a little of your thunder. 
<laughs> but I'm gonna go with John Jones himself, the pack the elite person. That could be John Jones himself with his habits and all that. But Nergomedov is right there. He he just he has a cheat code. All he has to do is get you the ground. He doesn't have the best hands. His boxing style. He's a wrestler. He's a pure mauler. I get on top of you. You're not getting up. So what do you think about the UFC? I'm agree with everything you said, man. John Jones is a beast, and he would be my goat, bro. Okay. UFC. Yeah, definitely. Definitely feeling the vibes on that, and let's move to boxing. This is a juicy one, because you can go old era to new era. Yep. What do you think, Ken? I'm going to go with the guy that's never lost a match. You can love him, you can hate him, but the man brings in money, and that's Floyd Money Mayweather. You know what I mean? The guy, I understand some people don't like the way he fights. He's a very defensive fighter. He just goes quick punches, but he's calculated, right? He's fast. At his age, the way that he can still have that amount of speed and quickness and velocity and he's still that smart goes to show the kind of fighter that he is i mean the guy speaks for himself 50 and 0 50 and 0 and every great boxer stepped up to him to try to have a piece of it and he didn't um you know he's there's not really much more that you can say there's even sometimes i'm open over that he still comes out of retirement one more time and still has another fight to show what he still has left in the tank um the guy trains year around so not only is he great, and again, we're gonna just bring it into the, you know, since it's been the topic of all night, from a marketing standpoint and from a winning standpoint, he's both. Undefeated and the most lucrative boxer in uh, boxing history. What about you, Boogie? I'm gonna flow money mayweather, man. Come on, bro. My like guy. there's no bend against my guy. You know, there's no doubt about it. He's one, he's 50 and oh, never lost a fight. 50 fights is a lot, bro. Like, you can't say you don't. You, you might not like the way he fights. You might not like the way he, I mean, he runs a lot, you know, bam, 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 back off. But at the end of the day, bro, like, he's 50 and 0. How do you even compete with that mm -hmm. as far as goal-wise, bro? What do you think, Al? I'm going to go against the green. Um, I could agree that Floyd is a GOAT in his own right, but he's not the GOAT to me. My GOAT is still the incredible Muhammad Ali. Okay, I like Why that. Why I, like I think that. that is because, again, if I wanted to pay $70 to watch somebody do cardio and run around a ring for four hours, I would watch a Floyd Mayweather fight. But if I want somebody <laughs> to play with their food and literally entice them to punch you in the face, that would be Muhammad Ali. And the fact that, makes that sense, bro. he was just not even a great boxer, he was a great human. He was a civil rights activist. He literally would help poor people. He had to take two years off of, of fighting, just like basically Michael Jordan did. Yeah. So imagine those two years of fights he could have had in his prime, mind you, because they tried drafting him to Vietnam, which he wasn't going to fight for somebody else's war. In the end of the day, it had nothing to do with him. Um, America wasn't treating, you know, provinced areas well in the 70s and 60s. So he just thought he had to do what was right for him with a lot of good other activists. You obviously know um, Malcolm X was one of his good friends. And he was just somebody that never stood down from a fight. And that's why I respect him a little more than Floyd Weather, Floyd Mayweather. And the end of the day, he's just overall my favorite guy. So I'm gonna go with him. Okay. You can't go, I mean, you can't argue with that, bro. It's pretty much a done deal on that yeah, one. Yeah, I would say it. All right. So 
Who we picking the best golf ever? Tiger Tom. Woods, baby. I don't even think this is you Tiger know, Woods. I think we're gonna be pretty unanimous across the board on this. This right? man had Tiger Woods. Hey, this man had women leave him voicemails. He's a goat. <laughs> that's it. I'm done. That's a goat, bro. Nah, that's facts. I mean, the amount of uh, championships he has, uh, Augusta oh, yeah. he yeah. owns. It's literally should be nicknamed. Look at the Masters he won a couple yeah, years that's back. That's what I'm saying. Augusta. After all yeah. those injuries and coming back yeah. at his age. Literally got in a car accident, fucked himself up, and then played in another Masters. That's insane. And the guy just changed golf altogether. People don't give yeah. a shit about golf. Even in the most recent. <laughs> nobody gives a shit about golf. Even, now, Tiger. one of my homies, Tyler, he loves golf. And shout out Tyler. He he be doing his thing, bro. Even well, he's probably on the new, you know, Roy McElroy. Fucking all this uh, new guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Tiger Woods motherfucking set it up for all of them. Oh, no, facts, facts, facts. Well, you got to think, too. Like I said, just coming back from that, you know, that injury is that, you know, this is... From the all, and especially like the spinal, you know, surgeries he's had, he's going back and actually performing again now in a in a tournament. And over this last weekend, he competed and made it through the initial rounds. and was still competing with the best one. Mm-hmm. Granted, he didn't win, but that's just what he brings to the table. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, quick question: While we're on golf, since we pretty much wrapped up with Tiger Woods, I want to hear this question. Since it's gonna happen June second, who's gonna win this doubles match? It is Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady versus Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes. Oh God! I'm, I'm I'm gonna give it to Brady and Rodgers because I don't think I think Mahomes and Allen are just got too much youth and experience for that. So. I don't know. I think they're used to golfing at this point and uh, getting out of the nah, playoffs. Tom Brady, man, come on! Tom Brady been with the best. Nah, I, I watched them sink a hole in one on the 18th. So think about it: Michael Jordan. Oh, they're Tiger playing Woods. in Vegas. Actually, they're playing here. Yeah. Yeah. So I've never seen this course. So. This is going to be no, fun. I, I, got, I got to give it to the OGs, man. I think Rodgers and Brady got Absolutely. this. All right, so we're going to talk about that on our next episode because, yeah, that one's going to be fun to just recap real quick just for shits and giggles. But let's move on. We're going to talk one that you couldn't say synonymously is a GOAT, but maybe favorite. But there is GOATs of the WWE in perspectives. You could say characters. What do you think, Boogie? The Rock and Stone Cold, without a doubt, man. So it's a duo, you think? They changed the WWE. At the time, it was the WWF. I've been a fan since I was young. I've been watching Rock since he was the Nation Domination, even before he became dad. <laughs> you know, his, his, his grandfather, his mm-hmm. his dad is yeah. instilled in him, bro. Yeah. Stone Cold, the glass breaking, the beer. Even before he became Stone Cold, man. Like, I, I've always been a big fan of both of them, man. And. The way they are into movies now, um, Stone Cold, his biggest movie for me was The Condemned. Yeah. The Rock is in Hella movies. so many movies. Yeah. He's in the Fast and Furious franchise, man. Like, they oh, changed the game. Never, right? never mind. Did you watch Ballers? Oh, yeah, that's, that's one of my all-time like, favorite one shows. One of the favorite shows. That's one of my all-time favorite even, shows. And, and I, know, uh, I know Ken, he likes John Cena, obviously. Yeah. He's in movies. Like, it's just... WWE, WWF has become so much bigger than just wrestling. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's entertainment. It's become as bigger than wrestling. And it's yeah. just like, now they're expanding out. But if you, yeah. act, if, if you ask me who's the GOAT, it has to be the Rock and Stone Cold, bro. Yeah, yeah. So you couldn't pick one of those? You had to say both? If I, nah, I'm going to have to say both because... They, they were synonymous with each other because you got to think about it. They were the greatest rivalry in WWE. And then for sure. they both was hated at one time. Yeah, they both yeah. became the favors, man. Yeah. And both of them won the championship I, multiple yeah, times. I, I, I can't, I can't choose yeah. one, man. I gotta go with both, yeah. bro. I'm just gonna go with my spirit animal because I literally can embody Stone Cold Steve Austin. That is my guy. I drink beer like that guy. I learned how to drink <laughs> beer at four years old because of Stone Cold Steve Austin. I learned to flip people off because of Stone Cold Steve Austin. 
That guy has been literally a character for my entire life. It's crazy to see him at almost 60 years old now, still being a badass. Everything with the fuse, man, with him and yeah. Vince McMahon. Bro, yeah, like, yeah. All, no, he, all, he literally man. took over the company. He used to just, like, torture everything <laughs> that had to do with Vince McMahon. He fucked up his car. <laughs> he, the, literally, the best episode I ever watched was he had the whole McMahon family in the ring, and he literally brought up a beer truck and just opened the hose and just soaked the entire ring with beer. And then just chugged one in their face and then Bro, do you remember do you remember when he got he got jumped and he came back in the ambulance? Do you remember? Yeah, that? yeah, oh yeah, yeah. my god, man. He's just nostalgia, he's, bro. Yeah. Nostalgia, bro. He, literally, like you could say WWE's not a sport, but that shit made my childhood. I don't give a fuck. No matter what wrestling at that time, especially in the early nineties, now I don't I don't watch it really anymore because they don't have the same characters that Corny think of. Uh, well, first off, I'll, I'm going to follow Boogie's footsteps over here and shout out The Rock, one of my favorite actors. I love him. I follow him. You know, I, I, I drink, you know, his energy drinks. I go by his models at the gym. I love that guy from a, from an acting standpoint and just what he's done with his career. And, you know, it's one of the most impressive transformations from the sports world to the, to the entertainment world mm -hmm. that I've ever seen, to be honest with you. I love Ballers. That ultimately is a huge inspiration in my life as a show. Um, that career path that he took in that show is exactly what I what my dream job would be. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Is marketing, and you know that's what I essentially try to do right now, building clientele relationships and things of that nature. So not quite to that extent, but that would be ultimately the best thing. Mm -hmm. Can it, yeah. um, if I was a wrestler, I would kick your A. <laughs> yeah. But go ahead, go ahead, Penny. So, so, but uh, I'll put this from a goat <laughs> from a goat perspective, okay. There is only one way to measure this, and that is with championships in wrestling, because it's an individual sport. And who has the most championships all time? That would be John Cena. Talk about goats and championship-wise. Not my character-wise. It would be the Undertaker. He John had the longest undefeated streak ever. But John Cena has won the most WWE championships. He's got 18 of them. He's number in one in the heavyweight division, and the Undertaker I'm, beat him. I'm talking about all. I'm you know what? He, he's actually tied, Ken, with the Undertaker with Ric Flair. Oh, Ric Flair? Oh, okay. Because Ric Flair yep, was that's 16. Right. That's right. John Cena was 16, and then Triple H was 14. That's right. Okay. Oh, so, yeah, Ric Flair, which, so which even, is another goat. Too. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, even yeah. more Woo! my point, though. At least he's tied for number one, and he's still not retired yet. He still can pull it out for one more. I know that's what he's thirsty for. Um, I watch, I'm not the biggest wrestling fan, but, I mean, the guy has been just phenomenal from the early, especially in the early 2000s and coming in. Coming in as like kind of being that rap star, you know, throwing, yeah, you know, yeah. spinning his, you know, his you know belt either, around. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was just he had that bling, yeah, you, know, got some you know. what I mean? Yeah, you can't see me. Can. I love the tagline by that. It's a, you know, and just ultimately, I mean, again, wrestling is an individual sport, and the only way yeah. you can measure that is just by how many championships they won. I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like kind of like the same that we can talk about golf. It's the same way we can talk about tennis, right? So, got to go with John Cena. Next was up next. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's talk about tennis. Mm -hmm. This is going to be hard for some people. Some people don't follow tennis, but we're going to run our mouth. So what do you think, Kev? Roger Federer. Uh, when you think of tennis, um, and there's and that's no slack, I am a huge Andy Roddick fan. I grew up as an Andy Roddick fan. I was, you know, I, I actually played a little bit of tennis in my, my late teens, wearing the Lacoste shoes, um, had the hat, you know what I mean? And I just... Had you know to this record, Andy Roddick still with the fastest serve of all time, which I love. Um, but when we talk about tennis, 
we got to talk about individual wins, right? That's what it's about. Most championships, things of that real longevity career. Um, and I know Novak Djokovic is right there right now. And, 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 Rafael, and Rafael Nadal. Uh, Federer has had some injuries the last couple of years that's kind of derailed him. But Well, he's getting old. I mean, he, he's going out yeah. first rounds now, yeah. around the 16th. Um, it's just the fact that he's old. But yes, but a guy competing in his late 30s, early 40s still at a high level, which he yeah. still is. For the most part, I mean, it's impressive. Say a high level is just, especially you know, watching Roddick. You know, most tennis players are done in their prime in their late twenties, early thirties, because they start competing at yeah. a high level in their you teams. You gotta understand, it's a very fast sport. Yeah. So the You're fact covering that so much court, it the is fact that ridiculous. players Absolutely. like Federer and 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 and, uh, and Nadal and yeah. and um and Djokovic, yeah, Djokovic, um. You know, those guys right there are are just, you know, the epitome but of the sport. You, you could say Dokovic more in his prime now. Like, Roger and Nadal are kind of at the ends of it. Dokovic is literally the number one tennis player in the world. Yeah. He's been that now for the last six years. Like, I, I was actually going to argue that point, but I'm going to throw you all a curveball right now. Really, the go to tennis, and, and I'm going to say it probably, it's Serena Williams. She has mm. the most mm. freaking championships mm. ever, and she's still underrated. I, you know what? I mean, and she's based. I mean, women's tennis is no slouch. I'll give, I'll, gi I'll give you like, the respect on that, Alex. Man, her, I mean, I didn't even yeah. think about that one. To be and honest, and they're just game changers for women. They're game changers for the sport. Back in the early '80s, when when they were coming up with her sister Venus. They were looked down as kind of the, the peasants of the sport. Oh, and how fun was it watching them compete against each other, though, right? Amazing. That's exactly what Amazing. that latest movie, King Richard, yeah, was about. Yeah. With, with Another Spider. great, I mean, yeah, great movie that explained it. Yeah. Purely to a T, that they put their money into the men's league more than anything. Yep. And you had, you know, the old school tennis players that were making a lot of money, and the females were making dirt. And she made it to be one of the greatest tennis players ever, surpassing her own sister. Absolutely, bro. What do you think? Look, me personally, man, I'm gonna go with Agassi. Okay, and it's just because I'm not, a big, I'm, a, I'm not a big tennis fan. But at the end of the day, remember, I, I remember oh, Agassi how good nice. he was back in the day. He had his own shoes, the marketing, everything, bro. Like, I take all of that into perspective, and I'm gonna go with Agassi, man. Alright, he was dope, bro. Perspective, I like, I like it. We're I like, perspective. I like oh my god. Perspective. I'm sorry, perspective, we're man. Perspection, audience. <laughs> perspective. Words of wisdom from Boogie. Perspective. Boogie Evans. Yeah. We're not gonna edit that out because we love it. <laughs> but I like that we all had different idea, different ideas on tennis. So that's. But you know, we got to get to the big one though now, right? The one I'm dreading. The good old NBA topic debate that literally they make freaking TV shows about the goats of the NBA. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let. I almost don't want to let Ken start. I'm gonna no. let you go first. I am not gonna start because I'm gonna finish this argument. Uh, okay, so you know what? I'm not even gonna go into perspective. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Go and, so we can start arguing. Go ahead. Yeah. We, it's gonna we be are, LeBron. We're going MJ, to argue. And I'm debate. so ready for it, bro. You knew it was coming because we got into it on the pilot in our last. He didn't want his Batman shirt, so he's ready for vengeance. Yeah, so yeah. go ahead, man. And we're just gonna kill more Marvel. Real quick. So, yes, um, I personally believe it's LeBron James is the greatest of all time. Um, and that's, you know, I, that's no knock to Michael Jordan. Um, I watched Michael Jordan, especially his last three championships that he won. 
Um, but that's the first three, right? Not the first okay. three. Okay, okay, go ahead. Watch the go last ahead. three. So I, I know what he's about, 6-0, and but we've had those topics, right? Joe Montana being undefeated in the Super Bowl versus Tom Brady that's been in more Super Bowls. That's NFL, NFL, um, NBA, and had more ahead. stats. That's had better stats overall throughout his career. Had a better longevity, like we playing in every sport that we're talking about. This is what I'm going to say, and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to throw out facts. So let me ask you this before oh. you start. Longevity. So if you play longer, right? Mm-hmm. You should have more championships, right? And, and, and I mean, when you think about it, okay, right? Okay, he has four, but go ahead. So one thing I'll say from the beginning, LeBron's not done, right? He's not done with his career. He's 37 years old, about to enter his 20th season. It's a guy that said he's going to play until his mid-40s. So we know his career is not done yet. Real quick before you get to it. We know longevity with LeBron, but I have a real serious question for you. Okay. Do you think he'll want another championship before he retires? Yes. 100% I do. I will disagree with you. 100% I do. Go ahead, let me hear you. So this is what, this is what I'm going to say. He's going to surpass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar next year, number one all-time scoring. He's already number one all-time scoring in the playoffs. He is going to be a top three in assists when he's done, top 10 in rebounds. He's the only player in NBA history to do 30, 10, and 10 in his career. And he will be the only player in NBA history to do 40, 10, and 10 in his career. He is the all-time triple doubles leader. He's the all-time NBA All-Star points leader. The and man that's won. Yep, he's won four Finals MVPs, four NBA championships, three All-Star game MVPs. He has 18 All NBA selections. His 18th one being today. That is number one all-time ahead of Kobe and Kareem. That had 15. Okay. Okay. He next year when he gets voted in the All-Star game, he will be number one in All-Star game appearances. This is a guy that in his 19th season averaged 30 points a game where the last person to do that in their in the, the second person to in their 19th season average that you know coming second in like points was Kareem at 14 points a game the man is the most complete NBA player we've ever seen he is makes his teammates better we have players Matthew Delvadova Alex Caruso Timofey Mozgov, players that nobody's even heard a thing about, and he's made these guys better all around. He's gotten them contracts they shouldn't even have gotten. Okay? I watch him take he has also been to eight straight finals and ten finals altogether. And a guy, in my opinion, even though he's four and six, and we get it, okay? <laughs> some of those finals losses were not his. The, the 06. Were some of the wins not his either? That's what I'm saying, man. Like, yeah. like, so, so. That's what I want to hear. Ray so, Allen. When it comes Kyrie to, Irving. when it comes to, they, uh, some of the finals losses weren't his fault. But then, don't, the, what, what, where, where is the accountability? What do you exactly. mean it wasn't his fault? What, what does that mean? It wasn't but, his but fault. But the wins are all him. So yeah, when Jordan lost, win the game shot. it was a, it can go hand in hand. But then they, he still won six. LeBron won four. So it wasn't his fault. It's somebody's so fault. So are we basing this off rings? Because I know no, players no, have more rings than Jordan. Is he the best player on that team? Huh? Is he the best player on that team? Jordan? LeBron. Is he the best player on that yes, team? Please. So how was it his fault? No. How was it his fault? Well, you, so you think when they lost in 06 in the Spurs, that was, that was credible? Is he, With the team that he carried, the 66 wins that year so why is by it, himself. Why, why that sorry-ass team. Why is it his fault? They just, the Spurs had a better team, so why is it his fault? Because he was 22 years old leading a team to an NBA final. Why? How old was Michael Jordan when he went to his first finals? Was it the be, was it the better team that won? I'll wait. Was the better team that won? How old was Michael Jordan when he went? Michael, Michael Jordan ended no, 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 I, I get you. I get you. when he was 22 years old. But was it? Was it and LeBron what, went to his first who finals. Who was the better team? Huh? Who was the better team? The Spurs. Oh, okay, it's not, his, it's not his fault. So, in general, so, it's, it's nobody's fault. 
the Spurs had a better team. Yep. So don't don't try to make excuses like, oh, it hit with his fault. But the Spurs, no, the Spurs had no, a better no, team, you're right? So there's, they no, lost. Way, there's no way they would have won. So, so like what Michael Jordan is, it was nobody else's. Yeah, fault. yeah. So when Michael Jordan went to all these, when he didn't even make the playoffs, it wasn't his fault. You know what? Why? My problem. Because the better team it's, 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 was yeah. Detroit. It's not about nobody's fault, man. It's just who got the better no, team. No, no. You know, time, you know what? My problem is with people that that say that Jordan's a goat, right? We all go off the undefeated finals record. So if we're going off I'm championships, not just going off that. if we're going off championships, he doesn't have the most. There are several players that have more than him. Okay. okay. What all nobody's right. talking about. Stop, though. stop you right there. I'm going to ask you a question about that, and then I want you to answer truthfully. Okay. So on, on the NFL segment, you said Tom Brady was the goat, right? Yeah. Because of championships, he made it to all longevity these yeah, and longevity. stats all together. So, yes. so if we want to talk about old history, because I know you're going to bring up the the Celtics legend yep. winning eleven championships, mm -hmm. Bill Russell. But you could say Johnny Unitas won eight championships. I could say that Robert Ory won seven championships. So okay. That's why I said okay. rings. We're going but we're going by the time where there was no competition. Do you know how many teams were playing back then? Mm -hmm. Do you know how many teams were playing in the NFL back in the NFL championship before okay. it was the Super Bowl? Oh, the You're talking about no competition. It was literally like playing Pee Wee against that one team that had a fucking well, all I, team. I am, you know what I'm saying? Well, I, that's, that, there was no... That brings up my second bullet point. You're talking... We're talking... Competition. In current, current... Even from 80s... Late 70s to 80s to 90s to now, the competition is a hundred times better than it was in the and, and obviously, if you say, oh, we're talking about competition, yes... It was good competition with Jordan played. So when people say, oh, it was plumbers and stuff, I don't understand that because at the end of the day, he was still losing. So yeah. it could have been plumbers that he was and losing cause, to. Because guess what? Detroit was one of the best teams. Yeah, so when I years. say, I've always liked LeBron. LeBron is a legend for sure. Mm -hmm. But if you lose, you lose. MJ lost. Why? Because at the time, he didn't have the perfect pieces to win a championship. LeBron had to wait his time, and, right? And they're still going. And they had to wait his time, right? Yeah. I get it. Everybody has to wait their time. Which is similarities between LeBron oh. and MJ there. MJ, but they couldn't get past this guy right here. Yeah, yeah, but at the end of the day, people keep saying, oh, MJ lost first round. Yes, because it was team times. better than him. LeBron, oh, he lost first round. So it was team are, better than them. Why are we holding those, you know what I mean? We because, can't because MJ has six championships. We, you don't, you don't want to go by rings, but then they think about it. LeBron is going in his 20th year and has four rings. But he's been... He, he should have never well, lost to Dallas. He's been to ten of them. And he Half his career has been And he should have never lost. He was the worst player that Dallas, uh, in that Dallas uh, playoffs. You're bro. right. Okay, so hold that against him. I will. He should have oh, played I better. Do. I do. Okay, right? So he should have five, right? He didn't. Okay? So now you are saying, oh, MJ this. Nah, it's not about that, bro. It's about you being the best player on your team and you... Bring your team so, to victory. So, so this is where it goes into my second standpoint then, okay? Okay. So let's just talk, because again, LeBron's career is not done. At all. And we're at still all. talking. Bad. So, okay? well, can I say one thing before you get yep. into that? I just want to say I will literally shake your hand and agree with you the day he surpasses six rings. Okay. I will Which say he won't. He won't. LeBron James is the greatest player passing MJ with the Tom Brady-Montana argument we just had earlier. Yep. Yep. Because that is passing the mantle where he's passing ranks. LeBron built and his stats. own bro, LeBron built his own team this year. And I'm not it's not a yep. knock. It is yep. what it yep. is. He built his own team this year and didn't even make the playoffs. And so, and another factor, the Lakers are actually looking to trade LeBron James. Go ahead, Ken. Let's that hear let's hear what Ken got. Let's hear what Ken gotta say. That I, know, is crazy. I know you got so much to say. Go ahead, Ken. Well, one, that's not gonna happen. We both know that. But two that's also not necessarily a bad thing for LeBron, to be honest with you. Imagine if he gets traded to somebody like the Heat. Imagine he's if not he goes, they're not going to send it. So does he have, like, 
He has a no trade clause, so he actually is choosing the team that his son goes to. That well, no, no. Is no, 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 no. The no trade clause, he'll be a free agent by then. That's why he's not yeah, signing yeah. an extension this year, because the year mm -hmm. after this year, his son will be able to he's play. He's going to use that as son. leverage to tell the Lakers, I can do whatever I want for a year. No, I'll tell you what's going to be scary, what the kind of leverage that's going to be. Imagine the teams that are going to trade up in the draft to, to get, get the number one pick, yeah. to get Bronny James knowing they have a guaranteed low contract with LeBron. That's what's going to happen. And they're still not going to win nothing. Oh, I think, nope. so, I do think LeBron's going to win one more at least. Granted, we don't know if he wins two more. And granted, we don't know if he wins on a team when he's not the number one player. Overall. I mean, granted, he, we think he's going to win one more. He's not going to win one more. I do. I do. I do. My thing. No. Here's my point of this. He if, got if lucky late, with the bubble ring. You, you don't know. You want to win that well. We want to win He steamrolled. Because he literally had. The only reason he won is because they actually had a healthy team. If, if fucking Anthony Davis had to play but, the whole year, they no, would no, never But you know, you know what? I'm going to keep it 100 with you, bro. A ring is a ring. It is a ring. A ring is a ring. So I'm going to keep it 100 with you. At the end of the day, bro, like. LeBron window has closed, mm -hmm. and that's just because now, God forbid, knock on wood, he's starting to get hurt. Mm -hmm. Father time's catching up. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Shooting's going so, down. No, it's not even about shooting going down. It's just Father thirty times points a game. He, I mean, it he's doesn't matter. His his field goal percentage. I mean, at the three is. But, I mean, but 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 I mean, he's still shooting from he's the shooting two. Way better. Better. Forty nine. Shooting way better. Why way why better. are these teams really hurting him? Because he's going for the. Oh, I'm gonna charge, get a dunk, fucking try to get. I in mean, there. because who's and then they no, come no, down the corner. Who's not doing that? Right I, I, I will so say, me, but that's so, Giannis's so, game so, too. So you can see me. Giannis can't as far as like either. saying both points, LeBron, Jordan, the yeah. goats. I, I I hit on both aspects, but at the end yes, of the day, I bro, know. it's gonna be hard for LeBron to win another championship because these teams are getting so good and younger. Mm -hmm. That's my that's my only thing on it. You know what I'm saying, bro? Okay, so let's just let's not even talk about the LeBron factor. Okay, quick, okay. Let's just take it from another perspective. Let's okay. talk about last year. Lakers play the Suns in the first round. They're up two one in that series. Lake, if they're healthy, are they getting past the Suns? If they're healthy, mm. they were already up two one. AD's healthy. LeBron's healthy. They're getting by the Suns. Yeah, that's gonna happen. The Suns are choking, and then that means they're going to the finals again. They beat but they would have went, went right through. It, there, there's no ifs, ifs, ifs. At the end of this day, year, no, no. But just look in general, man. It's not. It's, you stop with the ifs, ifs, ifs. Anybody can say ifs, ifs, ifs. At the end of the day, the Suns could have came back and just been relentless. Yeah, and then went it's crazy. We don't know. They lost. It's cool. We gotta go by reality. LeBron is still LeBron. He's okay. gonna be one of the greatest players that ever played the game. So I, so I can't wait to have this conversation. Well, let me again ask you this, Alex. Until he retires, because that uh, will really be okay. The, well, the Alex, for me. when you say Tom Brady goes to the playoffs, do you ever bet him out from winning on the Super Bowl? Of course not. Why is that? Well, the fact at his age at forty-four years old. I'm sorry, but Tom Brady's a little more clutch than LeBron to me. Yeah, bro. I I'm mean, you can't, you can't really make that as a point because yeah. you say Tom Brady, blah, 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 but Tom Brady's probably he's going to be in the, every in, every in the championship year. every year. He's winning every other year. And LeBron, LeBron. He's not making it to look, a look, point. The difference, the difference is LeBron, look, Brady's staying healthy. LeBron's not. You realize LeBron was in a finals MVP two years but ago, LeBron right? missed, two years ago. But LeBron, how many games did LeBron miss this year, Ken? Think about it, man. Bubble. I'm still gonna argue about the ball. It's starting to catch up. That's what I'm saying. I'm not knocking LeBron at all. He's a he's he, he's a legend, and he could possibly win a championship, but I don't think so. But at the end of the day, NBA and NFL is different because NFL is playing what 16 games a season. Yep. 
NBA's playing 82. I just think of... And the back-to-backs. Yeah. I just can't think of an NBA, you know, a player when you're talking about one specific category, which Jordan dominates in that scoring. We understand he's the greatest scorer of all time. I'll give him that. But one, 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 I mean, one of the best defensive players to ever play the game. But he he won the defensive player of the year as a shooting guard, but, bro. But with that, and we know, and that's fine. Okay. I understand that. But there's more facets to the game. Rebounding, assisting, triple double, everything like that. So what is LeBron's numbers player. career? What is LeBron's number career? Twenty. What is it? Twenty-eight seven. Twenty-seven seven to seven. Well, he has to change. Yeah, I think twenty-seven seven to seven. Michael down. Jordan averaged thirty-six and five. What is the difference? One rebound, mm-hmm. two assists. What's the difference, bro? And, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan did. I'm sorry, I mean that. Michael Jordan did everything in the game and yeah. averaged almost two steals a game for his career, bro. And all right, for our last segment, we're gonna do our best bets for the weekend. I'm gonna go with Friday Game Six Celtics. Thinking even if the Heat take Game Five, the Celtics Game Six is gonna be your best bet because seems every other game they're just blowing out Miami. So I would even take. It's probably going to be a minus seven. The total is going to be about 205. I would go over on that because I feel it's not going to be as defensive as um, game four was. So that would be your best bet. Oh, they're going to go out the score, baby. Yeah, it's going to be I, a high score. I'm going to agree with Alex. There's, I mean, I, I'm on the same page as he's on, man. They're going to go out there and they're going to get buckets. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Buck is going to come alive. I feel like Bale's going to have a good game. Tatum's going to have a good game, bro. It's going it's going to be crazy. It's, yep. it's going to be a... a Office of uh, Showdown, man. So, everybody put your money on that. Me and Boogie really believe in it. What do you think, Ken? You know, I, I as such a big Phillies fan, this team is driving me nuts, man. This is, Tonight was another perfect example of having a ninth-inning lead and our damn bullpen blows it again for us. My best bet, Phillies and Mets on Friday. We're going to have a lead going in the ninth inning, and we're going to blow it. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week. Like, comment, subscribe, and catch us on episode two coming next Wednesday.